What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Classic Quest, the show where we break down albums track by track, albums such as Scribbles, In Their Blood, and From the Gutter. It was a little EP. And we go through them and we give our thoughts and our opinions on each of the songs and let you know what we think about them. My name is Holden Stefan Roy. I am your lady friend, Bonnie. And I'm Chris Chrome. And yeah, today we're going to be talking about Scribbles in their blood and from the gutter. And what's up, Zalmanel? He be here watching it live, twitch.tv slash behind that suit. So in the future, if you want to come through, it's 12 o'clock noon EST up on Sundays. And you It'd can come you. watch us review albums. We're going to try and do it as weekly as possible. Otherwise, you in the future, we still appreciate you because you're the foundation. Um but we do like to start off every episode uh, describing our familiarity with the artists coming into it and a little bit explaining why we chose to do these reviews. Um, so, Chris, why don't you tell us a little bit about your familiarity with Scribble going into this project, what your expectations are? Um, I mean, I've known Scribble since we've been doing album reviews way back when. Uh, I we I remember reviewing one of his projects as well and i remember liking it i like his style i like the kind of way he goes with it chris you um, have no but mouth i have no mouth oh well because you're not you're you're like <laughs> you're slouching and oh, you're too close oh, there i'm gonna be like this but um i mean i'm 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 I, I know scribble because he, he interacts with me so i like his energy and i like the type of like just who he is so I'll, i'm always just i guess excited for it because like i kind of I, I didn't think i was not gonna like this project but i didn't know what to expect either because i haven't mm. listened to a scribble song in like a while so also I've been on some other things if you're like me you needed a scribble codex to understand what's going on on the cover but bonnie what is your familiarity with scribble coming into this project and what your expectations were like a little bit before you heard it when you found out we were doing it yeah, um, so we previously have listened and reviewed uh, his album, Black Eyed Children. I think that's the only one that I was involved with. Yeah, um, that's this. Yeah, one. and like, you know, he's like an old school, like friend of the channel. So I think that that's really cool. And uh, so I kind of know what to expect going into like this kind of an album, you know, by Scribble. I know what he sounds like. I know what he's kind of like, what his vibe is. So, uh, yeah, that's what I know. Well, yeah. I mean, Scribble hit us up and was like, yo, you guys want to review my album like way back? And I was like, yeah. And then we debated it. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> was, like, yeah. was like, are you sure you want to review this guy? I'm like, I don't know. You never know. And it turned out Scribble went on to do wonderful things. Um, so we did that first one. But then Scribble stuck around. He's been in the DMs for years. You know, if anything... I'm kind of biased in the sense that I know Scribble <laughs> in like that regard. That, like it's it's like reviewing a homie shit. So just take that with a grain of th salt going into it. Um, yeah. I might be a little too comfortable, you know what I'm saying? But um, with that, I do like Scribble's style in general. I think he's extremely mm -hmm. talented at what he does. And he makes a lot of what he does look easier than... Yo, man, Scribble's so connected to stuff. I end up working with other people, and they start throwing Scribble's name at Everybody me. Everybody knows him. Because it's all connected to Chemo, the key to more greatness. So all the people that Chemo, the key to more greatness, gets connected to in some way ends up getting connected to Scribble. And then people show up in my life and are like, Scribble this, Scribble that. And I'm like, damn, Scribble, you got a far-reaching range of people that 
are, for lack of a better term, on your dick. Because um, that's what it sounds like from my percep- perception, of which I think it's a little funny, you know, because Patreon literally was up in the Patreon. Uh, sorry, Scribble was literally up in the Patreons. You can see that little sword next to his name when he chats up in the channel. That's I digress. True. We're here to talk about this album, but I do think it's fair to put that like familiarity context. You can tell I've done a lot of album reviews and talked to a lot of comments after. <laughs> uh, Chris, why don't you tell us a little bit about the title, the cover, your thoughts and feelings on all of it? I mean, I think it's pretty cool. Stands out the red and the black and the way that they like did the blood splatter on his name was super cool. Um, I enjoy it. I mean, just because of the editing aspect of my life. Um, it really suits like the the demonic devilish aspect that usually he kind of portrays in a lot of his, uh, I guess, photos and music as well. Not in a bad way. I really, really enjoy it. Um, mm-hmm. I like how it's kind of like it's water, but blood and it's like, it, like he's he's connecting everything with the title of in their blood as with with the the fo- the symbolism with the photo so that's also cool um i mean it's it's really well done really well done and it fits like i think if you're going to take this as a first scribble album you kind of have an idea of what to expect on the project i guess a little bit content wise given the um the the use your brain chris the cover of the project well good use of your brain um Bonnie, how about you? Yeah. Um, so I like the cover. I think it's cool. I think it, you know, it's like his face coming out of a, like a pool of blood. Um, you know, like he's kind of like creepy and like, you know, you're kind of, I feel like, you know, you're going to get kind of like a, a horror core kind of feeling with this album. Um, and he has like symbols on his forehead and like right away, like, I knew what it was. Um, like those are like the the symbols that the son of Sam used. Um, who I'm was like an actual? Clear. I did not know those were the symbols. I don't know if you did, Chris. No, I did not know. I did not know. Well, um, you need to, you know, know your son of Sam knowledge. Mm-hmm. So he was an actual serial killer in like the eighties, um, and he killed a bunch of people in Brooklyn, I believe, to be exact. Um, so like this was like a real person and he, you know, he was a serial killer. So you kind of are you know what to kind of expect from this. And I don't know if in their blood and from the gutter is something that the son of Sam said. Maybe I don't I don't know every word that he ever said, but um, <laughs> like it, it fits. So I liked it. Oh, and this one came out to January 23rd, uh, 2022. So it's a pretty new album. Yeah, it's pretty new. Um, he, he was like, I'm dropping it. And I'm like, we got you with that review. But um, yeah, the cover, I felt more like Chris because I just saw the tattoo on his head. And I'm like, fair enough. I'm sure that means something. And I let it be. I was not curious. So that's what it is. But that's also like, I'm not necessarily that into the occult and stuff. So it isn't like generally something I would be. But from a design perspective, it's really well done. Like, I agree with Chris. It highly communicates it. Plus, black and red, when you look at it, is highly underutilized in music. When you really think about it, like you don't really see a lot of album covers I find that look like that. So it really just stands out in that regard too. The title's yeah. cool. I didn't put a lot of thought into it. I felt it was pretty clear in their blood and from the gutter. Makes me feel like some murdery fucking... You know what the thing is? Like like some Jack the Ripper shit. Like it's going to be like 
horse horrors and de- degenerates and like the the vile side of life that gets murdered because a lot of times i guess like people play in that world and so you get away with it whereas if you kill the rich white people it doesn't work out the same way to you um, so just so I, to, I wanted to like mention like for because you kind of brought that up but um the son of sam he was killing like a particular type of woman most of the time like he did kill men too but it was like usually like i think it was like short i can't remember what it was it was like long brown hair and so like people like girls were wearing like short blonde wigs like to try and like not be murdered by him and stuff like that like this was like a real like thing that existed like you know for i think like a whole summer or like a whole year so of just people being terrified of like sitting in their car and getting killed i'm gonna tell you one thing though before we really get into it i know for a fact that scribble is a bit of a true crime junkie because you might expect that our conversations go down the path of a lot of no man there is a large volume of scribble voice notes of him geeking out over particular true crime serial killer shits that he's obsessing over this week and what i like about scribble people love that shit is it's not even the first time he's like hit me in like voice notes excited about some shit and then there's music related to it that appears later on and yeah the last one wasn't the last one about like the guy that jumped out of the plane that like so i mean it wasn't a serial killer but it was like a you know yeah crime literally he had yo i'm so great you gotta check out this podcast man i've been going through every single episode and this that the next thing and it's like then you hear the song and i'm like oh i know exactly what the fuck this thing is you told me all about it. And I think that's actually really an interesting thing for an artist to do, right? Because it's yeah. one thing to, like, take on this random persona in horrorcore and be, like, a person. But it's another thing to almost, like, tap into real-life history and bring it into a different level. Or at least bring a sense of your personality and passion into it. So I think that's super nifty. And again, I have a whole shit ton of extra context that allows me to say that, that the average person might not, but that was what I was left with. Um, all I have to say, it's a little five tracker. That's uh, that's why we're going to, I guess, get started with it. That was a terrible segue. Yeah. It was like some Holocaust <laughs> wind shit. <laughs> all right, Bonnie, what do you think about the song Holocaust Winds? Um, so this one is like interesting it starts with like kind of like evacuation sirens and things like that um so it definitely like puts you into like like whenever i hear like evacuation sirens i think of like germany or like you know like like world war ii like that kind of thing like there's going to be like bombs or whatever um so obviously something scary is about to happen um and then the first lines are scribble berkowitz and uh david berkowitz was the apparent uh son of sam i mean there's more to it than that like there were other people involved and like there was all kinds of you know stuff that happened around that but he was the one that was that claimed to be the son of sam um so it's interesting that he's like kind of like taking on that persona so that's kind of you know you're kind of knowing what you're going to expect from this album um and then there's some of like the interview like with david um that he you know, that he did, that he, he was saying things that he was doing what the devil was asking him to do. And like, he was just following, you know, doing what this thing said to do. Um, I believe in like the real situation, it was a dog that was like giving him like the orders. Like it was very like weird. Um, 
But yeah, I do definitely enjoy like the flow that like Scribble brings. Like he's like just like fun, but like creepy at the same time. Um, I really like the beat and like the scratching that was mixed in. Mm, real um, good scratching. You know, yeah, like the lyrics are, you know, super dark, very like horrorcore, you know, for sure. Um, and I like the line on like the hook. I murder Mike, then disappear like the Zodiac. Again, like, you know, Zodiac Killer was another, mm. uh, you know, famous serial killer and you know nobody knows who he is and just you know cold case um so it's kind of cool that he kind of does it like that and he's saying he's gonna like destroy it just like that um so yeah i thought it sounded really you know pretty cool i gave this one a 4.5 on five and you christopher nice. um so after listening to it a couple times i thought it i got this feeling that he's introducing himself at the beginning of like most projects you kind of show off your skills and what you can do and kind of where like what you're going to be discussing throughout the project a bit um and what i felt was like he's kind of describing this internal battle with himself a little bit of like going through a bit of struggles i guess within his mind and, and just kind of within his life but at the same time also proving that he's like a really good rapper right like slaughter martyrs toss a body to the sea i'm a beast natural born spawn spun wicked may appear calm and the storm's still kicking like i kind of feel like there's this battle rap esque to like i'm better than you and this is why and i'm super crazy and stuff like that which i thought was super cool um i like the line where he was like hold it heard somebody saying i was biting them but only time yeah. i bite is when i'm striking like leviathan I like that only because um, it for me Leviathan. I know that's like this mystic, this mythical creature and stuff, but it kind of gave me this Destiny Two reference because there's a raid called Leviathan and that shit bites you in the ass if you fuck up. So I thought that was also cool. Um, but it, I felt like this was really kind of straightforward in a good way to be introduced to Scribble uh, if you've never really listened to him before. Uh, I like the way he 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 delivered this divine 808s consume your gloom state and entombed the soul waits to break from those gates i like the way he just kind of connected those together the flow with that was really dope um yeah i over i thought it was all cool i like this the idea of holocaust winds uh the smoke the smoke in the sky like holocaust winds where for me i took that as like he's smoking weed to relax and kind of like de-stress a bit but also acknowledging um that there's like he's still going through some stuff and there's like trouble in the world or like, there's still like chaos going around him and tying that with the Holocaust win of terms, like the smoke and stuff. So I thought yeah. that was really cool. thought it was dope. Uh, 4.215. Nice. I mean, the first thing I'm struck with is, um, scribble mad. Like that's the, the vibe. Like, I mean, you're taking on the personification of somebody that's going after women, right? Why? Now, I'm going to just project here, but if you listen to some of these bars and the general energy, this has definitely got a fuck a rapper vibe, um, or at least fuck a type of rapper vibe to it, or an attitude, or whatever. And it's like, you know, deep inside, I can feel it's a lag, keeps me pushing through the bullshit, you know? It's like there's something kicking, there's something happening, like there's some rage, there's something that's still fueling that. Mm. He does mention Suge Knight, I think, right? So I think that also, like, kind of like the danger and like revenge kind of situation yeah, like just like a, a power to it and then the rest of this track just lays out like yo i am that shit and what i think really exemplifies it is the lack of complexity in the flow this is not an insult it's like this super cleanly delivered constant like yo i don't even have to try and i can still make a song sound proper 
because, yo, I actually do write that good. I keep it that constant. I keep it that proper. And look at that. Everybody can understand everything I'm saying. And I feel like there's a really interesting approach to have taken with it. Because, like, I listen to so many over-the-top indie rappers that it's like, okay, that's a lot. And then I listen to a lot of people doing the super tricky, tricky shit. But Scribble's like, nah, I'm going to show you what the basics look like, in a sense. And really, like, laid down this foundation. You got the scratching placed really nice. You have an actual chorus making it proper, like, song. Because, like, yo, I was just, like, saying somewhere else recently that, like, scratching on a hook is not my favorite. Like, when you replace a hook with scratching. I'm like, that's not my favorite. What I really like is when the scratching is kind of laced into the track as, like, a bridge mm -hmm. or an intro or an outro, and then you still get the hook. And I feel like that just is a cooler song structure. It's two verses. It comes through. I mean, the bars, like I said, are very to the point, but I feel like there's a hunger in it. And then, I mean, a holocaust is, like, you taking out some shit, a group of people. Like, that's the first thing I think of a holocaust yeah. is it's specific to a group of people. So it's like mm. Scribbles coming through to murk the opposition, whoever that may be in his universe, in a serial killer also systemic like the, the whole way. I, the idea of like Holocaust wins made me think that because like the wind that would be blowing like over like Auschwitz or something like that would most likely carry ashes of dead people. And smell like ass. And Yeah. And so, like, that kind of thing made me think that, like, you know, there's going to be, like, mass destruction, you know, like, that kind of thing. I, I like it. I like it a lot as yeah. a track. It's a solid, like, 4.25, 4.5-ish. Like, I'd have to be in the mood to throw this on, which often is the case with Scribble's music with me, just to take that. I love it. I respect it. But he tops into his vibe where I got to be in the mood for it. But when I'm in the mood for it, this shit slaps hard. Like, I've never I, – I, I put it on, and it's like, this could be – any other dude doing this shit in the realms of stuff i want to listen to and i mean that like yeah it makes sense that like i like scribble shit i guess i don't know that was a terrible ending so i'm just gonna leave it at that um the beats fire i don't know who made it but it really has like this groove to it and i really want to commend the groove in the beat because it isn't over the top it's just kind of laid it out and in a sense it almost tops into like what oasis does with that groove centric capture you in a vibe and just let you kind of ride the wave feel to it. And I really like that. On that note, let's move on to the next track, Tim Allen Coke. All right, Bonnie, what do you think about Tim Allen's Coke? Um, so this one says it's featuring Gore-Tex on Genius, but on Spotify it says Lord Goat. So I wasn't sure who was uh, the feature, but, you know, either way, fine. It's the same um, Or maybe, maybe they're the same person, different name. I don't know um anyways so i liked uh scribbles bars on this one i thought it was cool uh you know he's got that tim allen coke and that's why you know i looked that up and made sure like you know learned a little bit more um about tim allen and his uh youth and like you know i think when he was like a kid to like when he was uh in his 20s he you know he got involved in some things that you know i think that he was just trying to you know do what he needed to do. I don't think his dad was around and he was just trying to make ends meet. Arguably, and, people know. sell coke to make money. Yeah. So he was just trying to make a little bit of money and, you know, do what he needed to do. So that's kind of what that is from. Um, I just think it's uh, funny so, that it's Tim Allen because, like, you find out Tim Allen. It's not who you would think of. Slang on his but... coke and got caught and it was, then he turned his life around and became 
children star and he was like like drinking since he was like 10 years old like he Jesus. he had like a, a hard you know yeah. childhood so now he's making other children very happy big respect um, to tim allen yeah for sure um so lord goat or whoever is good and like you know he spits like the you know horror bars as well um this one has more of like a slower beat but like the delivery i feel like punches really hard like it's really like interesting how he does it um you know, there's like some lines about like home improvement and like kind of like things that kind of tie together. So I thought that was cool. Um, and also uh, his, I wanted to also mention just that, um, I think it comes up. Um, Tim Allen's real name is Timothy Dick. So I just thought that was funny. Um, <laughs> and Scribble clearly likes to make references to like older things like it seems like you know like 80s 90s and like even like before that um so like there's kind of like lots of things that kind of like touch on so it's not really um it doesn't feel dated because he's kind of choosing things that are like history you know mm. so um and it, it does feel like very inspired by like the late 80s early 90s kind of feeling um and then he also has like lines about like john goodman and then you know going even further back he's got you know mentions Polanski's wife and like she was another one who was murdered by like you know the Manson family and all of that um so yeah I mean I I like it it was good um I gave this one a 4.35 on five mm. nice and nice. you Mr. Christopher so um <laughs> I kind of took it as Tim, I didn't know actually Tim Allen got busted for coke and a bunch of shit like that did you not so the really? way I kind of no I didn't really um, so the way I kind of took it was the way that rappers use like Hannah Montana or like white girl for their product of cocaine. And in terms of kind of being like, I got that Tim Allen Coke. I was like, oh, so you got that like dope bars is how I kind of uh, uh, looked at it and how I kind of perceived it. I bet you're right about that too. Like there's a layer. Of right. That. Don't even get Well, because wrong. I go. I go, he goes, um, when I grip, Scribble goes, when I grip the mic, that shit's smoking. Flip potent flows designed in slow motion. One dose, get your block overdose and bars cooking. And I'm like, yo, that that kind of sounds like, you know, you're cooking up in the kitchen or in the studio and you're doing what you got to do and you're providing the product to the block and they all jumping up for it. Like he says in the, if I'm not mistaken, the hook. Well, the, the little intro at the beginning there, everybody tripping, lifted, lift off, off the flow. So that was dope. Um, and he really holds it consistent with like tying in the, 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 like the selling, selling dope and, and the dope bars, uh, metaphor. That was super cool. I did like how he addresses some of the fans as in like fans hated when I signed the deal with Sony talking all that sellout bullshit, bitch blow me. And I'm yeah. like, yo, you know what? Like, I really, really do like that. Cause at one point, like we're all kind of reaching for a deal. We're all kind of looking for something to help us, you know, make changes and, do better things and do greater things and like yo if you get to work with sony it's like why the fuck not like the anyway that's a whole different sellout conversation we can have another day um and then we get the hook i got that tim allen coke tim allen coke slang and blow like the tool man tim allen coke which is cool the home improvement reference that's dope shout out um, home improvement <laughs> um but like what I found interesting was Lord Goat gives me more of a storytelling feel uh, with like 
in the deli with bl- with bloody smocks, all black Testament Reeboks. It's like, I'm getting this descriptive picture of where you're at, what you're doing, push over three blocks, work in the knee socks. And I'm like, okay, I, I really kind of feel like you're giving us this idea of what's happening in the environment, how you kind of have like the actual Tim Allen Coke, the whitest of the white and, you know, doing, doing what you got to do to make some money. Um, so that was really, really cool. I like that. And then at the end also kind of seems like there's a little bit of a chase, bad Lieutenant murdered in black linen, young Lucifer burn you to a carcass, like Gary, him and carry a scimitar. I like that line. That's why I said it the sim- rhyming with the scimitar kind of like, I was like, wait, what did you just say that? So that was dope. Uh, but then that equals the planets that stop spinning Mooseberg infinity changing lanes and the cop missed him. So that kind of gives me this idea. That's like, uh, so you, you may have been in like a chase or somebody was trying to catch you and you like got out of the way or whatnot. Cause you may be getting caught. So it was more of a storytelling. Uh, and then everything ties it all in together at the end. Scribble comes back with the hook. I got that Tim Allen Coke, that rough edginess to it. That was super dope. Uh, yeah. I mean, I left this with another 4.215. I thought it slapped. Yo, I really appreciated this song. I'm going to say it right now. This is my favorite track off of the five-pack that Scribble has provided to us. Um, That chorus bumps. i never done coke, so I don't know what it feels like to be lifted up off of that Tim Allen coke. But if we translate that into dope flows and bars, all right, I feel that chorus a lot. It got real stuck in my head. Like, for real, last few days, I got that Tim Allen coke. Tim Allen Cooks, I'm gonna blow like the tool man. Tim Allen Cooks, just stuck in my head over and over again. I'm like, I don't even do coke, <laughs> so it's like, you know, just stuck in my head, making me think about it. Um, one of the things I love in a project though is consistency across songs, and I think that I have to give Scribble a lot of points here for theming. Um, the last song's called Holocaust Wins, right? And what does he do to tie that in? You got you confused like Jews rocking swastikas, Hitler Youth rocking yarmulkes. So like it's as much as it's kind of like him doing his rap thing. There is like a bridge now between track one and track two from almost a storytelling perspective that like keeps the theme of the album moving. There's the consistency with the Polanski bars tying back in the serial killer theme, making sure that yeah. it still gets brought over into this track because arguably it does otherwise deviate a little bit um so i think that those little consistency things kind of really add the salt and pepper so to speak in my white boy seasoning to a project um (laughs) it is what it is salt pepper garlic's my shit i fucking love it and paprika tastes like shit to me yo garlic powder be my jam yo i don't even fucking slice up garlics because it's too much fucking effort I mean, sometimes I do. Um, nah, it's, anyway, I want to get a dicer machine. None of that's relevant. Uh, the flow's nice, <laughs> but again, I feel like it's um, it's a little bit reliant on not necessarily complexity, but this like really well-mastered simplicity that just drives home mm-hmm. every syllable, all the delivery and emphasis, etc., keeping it proper. And it makes it, I find, way more enjoyable and way easier to listen to. And then, like, because the beat's bouncy and good and it gives you a vibe, it's like it kind of gives you a little energy to go about your boring-ass shit throughout a workday type feel. But also, <laughs> when you listen to it, it's like, yo, the bars connect and do what they got to do. Lord Goat's pretty good. I fucking agree a little bit with everything Chris was saying. I don't have a lot more to comment on it. Um, I do feel like 
when he says in the deli, it reminds me of the homeboy CB Max. So little CB Mac plug, y'all should go check him out. But otherwise, it's really like a solid, well constructed verse that I feel like complements it and just kind of carries the song forward. It's less '80s um, home improvement shit for me, but you see it a bit, <laughs> like a little bit, not as much. But I I think it still fits the song and works really well. I'm not gonna nitpick it. <laughs> like it's it's a good verse. Yeah. It's enjoyable to listen to. I'm gonna give this a proper 4.5. I really fucks with this track. Um, anyhow, let us travel to the Master of the Moon. Christopher, how do you feel about Master of the Moon? So Master of the Moon was interesting. Because um, it gives me this like <sighs> presence of like demon presence. I don't know how else to explain it. Like just uh melt flesh smell death i am fear i appear the shadow on your wall growing near i am here the cancerous infect through the brain i'm just like yo like you're either expressing to us that like you have that you're dealing with shit and you've got like demons inside that you're trying to like kind of i guess control but at the same time, embodying this character of Thick, there is a lot of references to like serial killers and 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 playing these characters. And this is also really cool and how he expresses this like just venture into what I think is his mind. Um I like the hook, got the 12 gauge dumping, soaking love, how the blood got you choking. I'll watch you bleed and take your last breath. Like just that's super dark, but embracing the like the twistedness and psychoticness within that is is actually kind of cool. Like he like Scribble really slaps when it comes to these horrorcore type uh yeah. like the horrorcore theme. So I thought that was dope. Um and then um my shit, my shit twisted sick like Albert Fish is. I looked up Albert Fish and I was like, okay, okay. I see now where we're going with a lot of these. Who's Albert um, Fish, Chris? You can't just leave us hanging like that because I did not so, look up Albert Fish. <laughs> I did. Uh, Hamilton Howard, Albert Fish, May 19th, 1870 to January 16th, 1936, was an American serial killer, rapist, child molester, and cannibal who committed a minimum of three child murders from July 1924 <sighs> to June 1928. That's serious. Like, so, yeah, I think he. I think he also claimed that he killed like like a hundred people or something. But like he mm. was only like like found guilty of killing I think three. Mm. I like how um, in the second verse, Scribble was like cold villain from the dirt, like an earthworm. From below, I ascend when the earth burn. And I was like, yo, that's really cool how you're tying this into like the devilish spirits as well, and like how you like. To me, I guess I, I I feel like he's kind of trapped with these like thoughts and these like sick twisted ideas, and he's like expressing how he knows they come from the bottom and they like they come from down dark below. But he also acknowledges that like if shit were to ever pop off, this is how it's gonna like come to fruition in a sense, come to arise. So mm -hmm. I thought that was also really cool. Um, it's all, all about this is still consistent with the rest of the project. I thought it was really dope. Uh, and I gave it another 4.215. So what I like... Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. I forgot go that. Go ahead. You know, good go, Bonnie. I should go last. It's oh. just better for everyone. Uh, sure. Um, so at the beginning, we have like a news anchor. Um, like it sounded like, you know, a real clip of like a news anchor talking about more murders, um, you know, more attempts. And Because at first, the son of Sam was called the 44 caliber killer because it was always the same gun that he was using. 
And so that was the only thing that they had. And then the son of Sam name came after, like when he actually started writing letters to a newspaper and he would sign it, the son of Sam. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's kind of cool, like how he mixes that in um, and, you know, talks about like piling up the corpses. And, you know, I did also, you know, note that he had mentioned like Albert Fish, who, you know, exactly he, he had said that it was, um, you know, he was another serial killer. Um, and apparently his nicknames were like the moon maniac and the Brooklyn vampire. Mm. Um, so again, it's, I think it's just like going back to like where all these like kind of evil things happen at night. Although to be fair, Albert Fish uh, sat down with the entire family uh, pretending to like be somebody else or something. And then asked if he could take the girl to a birthday party. Uh, and they were like, yeah, sure. Even though they had no idea who he was and yeah, he ate her. Because he's charismatic. Yeah, so he killed her and ate her. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> and so, like, that was kind of about him, like, you know, being a cannibal and everything else. So, basically, he's just going to kill you in some sort of gory way, and then he's going to, like, bathe in your blood and, like, you know, use it like lotion, like he kind of talks about. So, it's, like, it's really interesting imagery. Like, it's very, like, horror imagery. Mm-hmm. Um, but it like, you know, makes sense based off of everything that he's kind of talking about, you know, the depraved criminals and all these things. And like, you know, master of the moon just makes me think of, you know, nighttime creepy. And he just kind of takes advantage of like the only moonlight there is because it's so dark everywhere else. Um, so yeah, I think this one is another good one. It's, you know, especially if you're into horror core, um, I give this one a 4.35 on five. Now, maybe I'm stretching a little bit. Before I talk about the song, I forgot to comment on the Sony deal bars in the last uh, track, which I think are super, maybe even relevant to this one. It's almost like Scribble in the first track kind of presents a state of mind a little bit, gives us context in the second song, because, you know, he does reveal that there seems to be people turning on him, you know? Um, And it is wild, that sellout conversation. Um, where it's yep. like your your person does well and maybe creates the album they've been wanting to make for a minute and because it's not your mm-hmm. expectations as a fan you shit on that person because what they're an artist so you bought their shit so, you know, there are people I know who flat out believe because they put money in the shit they own, they own it or they have a say in it or whatever and it's like fair yeah. I mean you could look at it like that but the other side of it is like man there seems to be this weird fetish of like fans who just want to see their artists miserable and make miserable music because maybe those fans are not having the best time in life. And the second an artist starts to elevate to a happier place due to better decisions and stuff that like now that person's a sellout or now we can't like what that person does. And even if you make a different kind of music, it's not always like you're abandoning the last kind of music you made. It's just, yo, maybe I wanted to make that music this month. Maybe that's where my head was at. And so it's almost like in response to that, Scribble's like tripling the fuck down with some of the vilest shit you're going to get and breaking it down and, and almost going and like giving in to what the people want a bit and taking it to an extreme but with the twist of i am still this person that will fuck you up like y'all got it twisted you want this you don't know that you want this you you want that smoke i'm coming and then uses the song as a way to contextualize again the emotion the imagination 
again, from like a sound perspective, it's really different. And I really love that. There's still scratching. There's still core elements that keep the sound consistent across each song. But from a flow perspective, it's like Scribble is a completely new Scribble. But again, it's precise, simple, cleanly delivered, rides the beat perfectly. And it's just like really easy to listen to and enjoy. And then when you listen to it, you get the extra uh, layering that makes the song like fucking dope. This is another 4.5. I still like Tim Allen Coke better because that hook's fucking banging. But I like the <laughs> the sample shit. And I like the fact that Scribble is almost like calling back to all the foundational elements of classic hip hop as much as he's making random 80s references and shit to serial killers. So it's like calling back to the music of the time while talking about the culture of the time while tying it into like his personal life. And I think that's kind of fire, to be honest. So I like that mm, a lot. I see that. Um. Anyway... Let's move on then to track for the black sh sleep, sleep, not sheep, sleep. All right, all right, all right, Christopher. You look like you're ready to <laughs> bust a nut over this one, so tell us. Yo, so like on my first playthrough and I heard the flow, I heard the way he spit this whole thing. I was bouncing, I was jumping, I loved it. And then, and then I turned around and I'm like, you know, doing the review and like reading the lyrics and stuff. And for a second, I was like, oh, I guess this is why Scribble wanted me on this review this time, because I like this. Like, this is like, I was like, OK, you knew I was going to like argue this. Scribble and just always wants you on the review, just like Lindell always wants you on the review and all the OG fans always want you on the review. I mean, fair, fair enough. Um, but no, this was like a really, really good vibe. This is literally like my shit. The, the double time, the, the the quickness, the trickiness within the flows, the way he like just holds it all down is super dope. I like the idea of living within two worlds. Um, that's like, I guess uh, for me, something that I kind of feel like I go through sometimes. So that really stood out to me. I like how he kind of embraces the, the idea of being the black sheep. Cause in the beginning, it's like, if you could go back and change it, would you? And he's like, no. And I like that. I like how he's like, accepting what his life is and kind of who like the role he plays and i guess other people's lives or in his family lives and stuff and it, like if he had the chance he'd want to go through it again because i think part of it is like understanding with just the way he presented this song and just the way he shows you how talented he is it's like i can't be this without what i went through i can't be this without being the black sheep so i thought that was really really dope um, I like the hook where it goes already marked, but it's cold and we lost in the dark heart ran heart run black backtrack to the start. I like that for me. It's like, uh, I think I said this before I'm on this whole journey of trying to like figure my shit out. And I feel like scribble as well, bringing it back to the start is kind of like going through reminiscing on his life and being like, okay, so these are certain things that make me, me, these are certain things that may tie into kind of giving you a little bit of that, uh, the stabbing you raw, stabbing you, stabbing you raw. That just sounds so dope. The way he goes with it, the way he kind of pops with it. Um, I like that. And just, like, again, the way it's like um, the fire that burns in the core embrace the fall. I am the fall heaven and hell. I am all living in between two worlds. It's just like just like be fighting that like I'm I'm evil, but I'm also an angel. But I'm this and that type of mentality is super crazy. Uh, and then just like I didn't really understand that when the MPC hit the mark uh, OD from the hurt. I mean, OD is overdose. I don't know what the MPC is. Yeah, I Googled MPC and it is a lot of mm. things, but mm. it also is one of those beat making drum machine things. 
Ah, uh, okay. So, so that actually is pretty. I mean, cool. unless I'm wrong, somebody can correct that. But it could be some fucking local. Unless somebody is scribble. Yeah, like I mean, <laughs> that's the best I got from Google. But when you Google, what does NPC mean? You had to go like nine entries down to find the drum machine thing. Yeah. Fair. Um, I like how goodbye, baby, don't cry, baby, don't, baby, don't cry. It's your time to die. Your fate has now arrived. I like how there's still more of that like accepting and just kind of like this is what life is kind of like and this is how things go and like it's inevitable. So we shouldn't kind of cry about it. We got to like stay strong and push through. So I also like that. But overall, this this whole vibe, this the track and just everything with this, I love it. It's it's a four point five on five for me. I was like, yo, this is this is my track for this project. Fair. Yeah, it, it is definitely um, it's it has like an interesting like like start to the song. It definitely sounds a little bit different from the others, but still has like the same sort of like feeling as the other ones. Um, and one thing that I liked was the uh, the Chow 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 Bella song, like which is like mixed into it heavily, um, and that's Great from the sample. from the very the very popular Money Heist, um, you know where there is there is a lot of death and stealing and just kind of doing what you got to do to survive. Um, that's what it's like, from. I was fucking sitting there yeah. trying to remember that shit for a minute. Oh, it played like a million times on that show. So yeah. Uh, the chow 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 yeah and then uh say like you know he's basically saying that it's like your time to die so don't cry about it like just deal with it like you know it's gonna happen so shut up and like the the beat and like his lyrics i feel like they blend so well together that it was like almost like difficult to like pull them apart like they just like were so cohesive um so it is a fun song like in like the sense that you know it's still horrorcore and everything else but it has like a great like vibe to it um and it's just basically about like you know for me i took the way that it was about embracing death because you know it's gonna get you he's gonna kill you somebody's gonna kill you and, and that's how it is um so i also gave this a 4.5 on 5 i mean i after like listening to like the album a few times like i felt like this one was definitely like my favorite one and i also mm. very much enjoyed the stabbing lines so yeah yeah this one maybe i'm just reading into it with my own experiences but this sounds like somebody that beyond like the up and up and doing well and finding out what the wolves be <laughs> like is yo uh manic taken for granted thrown to the wolves ravaged what you created i updated jaded right right there there's a sense that like a scribble has taken the craft and done his thing proper and studied and, and improved upon things right but then the idea of wolves and throwing to the wolves like you know there's already some kind of fuckery that's taking place in the situation life ain't mm-hmm. shit but a moment energy faded lost in the ocean drowning sinking beneath what is hopeless and then a little bit later enemies doubted me make them all bow to me that will be my moment ain't you proud of me and it's honestly like it reminds me of just everything i've heard where or everything i've seen where people turn on you a little bit when you start doing well and you get the opportunities and they don't and and you start to succeed in life and all of a sudden it's like it's like when you get promoted at work and you stop being like like i remember when i left the call center i stopped being call center and the call center didn't like Mm. me the same no more i was the other side and that was like that's a good way to like i kind of contextualize it so it almost feels like his success has created this like situation in life that has him feeling murderous in a sense and just trying to like deal with it all um 
I still get rejected. Mm-hmm. I can't do nothing right. What's my life? Where am I head at? It's almost like you're, you're left to like question everything in this. But I like the fact that it's it's also got this sense of I'm taking all this emotion and I'm leveraging it to fuel shit to come back through. And after that first verse, you're stabbing, you stabbing, you taking it, showing what's up, and then allowing it to like go to the next level where via the music and etc it's almost doubling down on the level of success and power that comes from what scribble brings to the table and i yeah. really like that it's a really cool concept in terms of delivery the flows are obviously a bunch of triplets super cleanly delivered i mean it's just well done stuff it's not like the overly annoying triplet shit it's that really smooth super enjoyable like people would make fun of it if you had auto-tune on it kind of level of triplets which i really enjoyed um and it was smooth it's a whole different vibe the beat is ridiculous and i feel like because it's a five track album thing you gotta have that crazy versatility sign of song. You kind of almost have to take every song on your project as an opportunity to showcase your toolkit in a pretty versatile way. And just by cleanly dropping such a modern flow after coming through with some of those more kind of, you know, old school or more boom bappy inspired flows and shit, like more traditional. And then coming through with the modern shit and being like, I'll murk you with that too. It's it's a good vet. It's a good flex. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, it's like a four point four ish. It's like I feel like it's. I would. I enjoyed a little less than the other ones, but like it's still like in the same quality range. It's a really good song. My grades are meaningless, yo. Anyway, <laughs> in their blood is the last track on this little EP. Yummy. Hey, Bonnie, what do you think of this last track on the Scribble Project? Um, like this one just like felt more like old school and like hip hoppy like kind of feeling and definitely like still like super grimy. Um, I don't have so much to say about this one. Um, you know, Praise One is featured on this one and he does a good job. Like I liked his lines. Um, I thought it was like a great beat. I like the scratching. Um scribble comes in and he spits hard and i you know very fun i love it enjoyable um i give this one a 4.35 on five that's it that's yeah. all i'll say sometimes it's okay to be short and sweet with it mm-hmm. you chris i thought it was cool um i like how it ties in uh with the title in their blood so yeah. this is essentially what the title track um i like the energy to it it's very consistent it has a little bit of like a, a like as much as it has energy it still feels like a lower energy in terms of being like the last track on the project kind of like ending you off on like this as much as it's like aggressive and 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 very scribble like um it's still kind of like we're, we're easing you out of this so you can go on with your day and do what you got to do right right um right I like how he starts off in, in the first verse and Scribble's like, you can live for the Lord, but you die him by the sword. I'm a motherfucking giant. I'm defined with the bars. Where it's like, he's keeping it at this level of like hand-to-hand combat in a sense. That's kind of something that stood out to me, like dying by the sword. You have to be like super skillful, super like be able to dodge that and stuff. You know, with guns, it's like just aim and shoot. That's as simple as I'm making it at least. Oh, that's um, a great <clears throat> observation. Yeah. Like it, it still brings like you have to have talent, right? Like, and that's kind of what I got from there. Uh, and then that flips in with the giant being the best and being bigger than everybody, and then with the bars. Um, I feel like it flows through. I like how this this is cool. This is cool. 
uh piss poor student i couldn't pass a class told the teacher kiss my ass bitch then she let me smash i'm a product of environment meth and white trash and just i don't know why that stood out to me but it's like i could see how these encounters and situations could lead to maybe some issues in in your head or Mm. or certain experiences you may feel like you've been having or stuff because like you know it it's it's it it's not really common that that happens with teachers or maybe it is. I don't know. Um, but either way, I still, I still like how scribble kept it, kept it real to him and really, and really went in and did his thing. Um, then we got the hook in their blood from the gutter motherfucker. Get it on. We some dirty motherfuckers. We've been in the gutter for so long. I like how they're just kind of reminding you of who they are, where they come from. Just letting you know, like, don't forget that this is, that this is us this is just what we represent and what we're trying to like bring to the table and, and explain to everybody um praise one did really well just with like the word selection and just like these thoughts are relentless more than intended taken so reckless get jumped in the hood told him not meant it's like just the way he delivered that was super ear catchy i was like okay i'm on this it's got like a bop to it with his flow as well um more felt like uh, at least for praise one, it's more of like kind of what he sees around in his environment, um, more than than kind of just more about himself, I guess. But overall, it was a pretty pretty solid track. Did really well. Another four point two on five. They they both brought it, and it's a it's a nice way to kind of wrap this whole project up. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I like this one as like a song. It definitely, I feel like it's a left turn. Like you you get jerked a little bit on this one. Like there was like a flow to the other four and then this one comes in and maybe that's the point because it's some serial killer slap you shit. Um, but in the general, like thematically, this feels like breaking through all of the walls and the, the whatever was holding you back and just being like, fuck that. I'm the shit. And it's like a battle cry and being proud of where you're from and just owning your shit and, and just being out there. Um, at a bar level, I don't have as much to comment. I mean, I feel like Chris brought up a lot of the more noteworthy stuff and praise one. I'll be out fucks with his flow and stuff. I'm also left like ah, it's flexing really well written connecting bars within the realms of the style. Um, I enjoyed the flows a lot. I enjoy the way this bounces over it. But I feel like honestly, just like moving this shit somewhere else sonically would have been like a nicer vibe and ending on black sleep or something like from a placement. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't be going there, but that's just what it feels like. It's uh, it's the problem with placement is sometimes it like makes a song sound different. Like you like it more or less based on what you just heard. And for me, that was the overall impact. However, as a song, it's really well made. And I think it's more on that 4.25. I've never been, um, I did no it's black sleep bro it says it on spotify and it says it on fucking genius um and like all i'm saying is in general the more aggressive flexi like this kind of braggadocious isn't my favorite but i think they do it well and i feel like from scribbles and and from praise ones and is super fucking testimonial and it really fucking hits and i really enjoy listening to it um overall yeah I'm going to get this one, like I said, 4.25 to, you know, that kind of range of shit. What's up, breakfast cereals? Um, on that note, yo, <laughs> that we get the end of the little EP. What do y'all, Chris, what do you think is a little summation? I think this project's dope. 
I I think this is um I honestly scribble I don't remember your last project so I'm gonna look at this as like a new project from you and be like all right fresh ears and this is fire I really really like the black uh, the the black sleep sleep song I promise yeah, yeah sleep <laughs> yeah I'm staring at it now I'm staring at it because I'm like fucking up here but I really like that flow I really like how you killed it um everything on this project really does stick to the theme of what you're trying to bring. And, you know, I, I, I like it. I like how you just are being real with yourself. The features on this, tr on these, pro on this project really stand up with you and, and don't kind of like shy away from what you do. They really brought their A game, which was dope, which I think also plays into projects as well too. Like your features kind of have to be able to match up to what you can bring. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, like the storytelling and just understanding you more with this project is really dope. Overall, it became 4.26 on five. And nice. you, your lady friend, Bonnie? Um, I liked it. I mean, it was fun. It was gory. It was exactly what I was like expecting um, and like, and more. Like it was just like super fun. Uh, Cause he makes like these like really hard bars but it's like his voice makes it like- Fun. Yeah, like it's just like energy and good vibes and like, but still like super aggressive and like hard. So it's like a cool, like overall feeling. Um, and it's very much about like, you know, true crime, serial killers, about like that kind of thing, which, you know, mm, super basic white girl, love that shit. So um, I do yeah, picture Scribble sitting there with a nice little glass of wine watching true crime shit sometimes. <laughs> red wine like he's like you know drinking blood like you know something fun so i give it a 4.41 on five so that's an 88 percent. so pretty good pretty good ep i fucks with the project i mean i think each song slaps different it shows say, say showcases his versatility um yeah it's really clean and simple deliveries well written it's like I think it's like at a certain point in your like artistic journey, you stop trying to flex on skill and you start focusing on how to package shit properly. This shit feels packaged really nicely. And I, from the cover art to like the way the bars connect to the way the songs kind of up into the last one kind of feel like the super good flow going on. And then, I mean, look, but you guys might like how the last one flows. I'm not trying to tell you it's right or wrong, but I really think this is a well-rounded project. Like I know a lot of people that would fucks with this. Um, and I'm left with yep. that feeling. It's like a 4.4-ish to me. It's really well made, and it does everything an EP is supposed to do. So on that note, y'all, appreciate y'all being here with us. For those watching live, we are about to go record another one, but we're recording the YouTube video at the same time. So just the outro for the YouTube video. Appreciate y'all being here with us. Thank y'all, those of you that stuck with us through the live. Uh, make sure to like, follow, subscribe. And if you want to see us do a particular album review in the future, patreon.com slash behind that suit. On that note, Wait. make sure to leave comments. Let us know what you think. Make sure to check out Scribble. Links in description. On that note, yo, live long and prosper, everyone. Hi, guys. <laughs>